0: Of the Lord. It's good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. If you have a Bible, I invite for you to turn with me to the book of Mark, chapter 2. Beginning at verse 1, and again he entered into Capernaum. After some days, and it was noised that he was in the house. And straightway many were gathered together, and so much that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. And they came unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not come nigh unto him, For the press, they uncovered the roof where he was, and when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Let's go down to to verse 10, to verse, verse 9. And this is after the religious leaders, they began to um, reason in their hearts who was this that could forgive sins other than God. And this is what Jesus said unto them. Whether it is it easier to say to the sick of the palsy, thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, arise and take up thy bed and walk, but that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. The... He saith to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, arise, take up thy bed, and go thy way into thine house. By the help of the Holy Ghost this morning, i like to preach on time to get up. Time to get up. You can be seated this morning. We read here in this, this account that is, is very familiar. I'm sure we've all heard it preached before and we've heard it talked about before. Um, In the city that Jesus, that this place took, that this account took place, uh, this city was not, um, this wasn't a new thing for Jesus to work uh, these kind of miracles that he took, that he did here in this city. Um, Jesus taught on the Sabbath day in the synagogue and it was in this city that he taught. um, And there was one that came, and he healed the man that came in that day, and it was on the Sabbath day. Um, in another place, he went into the house of Peter, and um, he went in and he uh, healed his his Peter's mother-in-law of a, a terrible fever that she had. And it is to believe that this account took place in the house of Peter. Now, this morning, I want to tell someone that Uh, You may have came in this morning in a a bad spot, in a bad place, and it seems like there's no way that you can come out of what it is that you're dealing with, uh, that you can't shake what may have a hold of you. Um, It may be an unclean spirit. It may be problems and worries about uh, financial difficulties. It may be a, a relationship problem. It may be problems in the family. But I want you to know that Jesus is here this morning, that he is in the house this morning, and that he is here uh, to move and he is here to minister to the people that have gathered here this day. The Bible tells us in another place um, in recording this account that the Bible said that there was power in the house to heal. I want somebody to know that that same power that was there that day is here this morning. It is no different From this day than it is today. The same power is here today and it's Jesus Christ. It's the Holy Ghost. There's power to heal. There's power to save. There's power. Come on somebody. There's power to pick you up and put you on that straight and narrow path this morning. That power is here this morning. You can be seated. Jesus Christ is in the business of causing people to come up out of their circumstance, causing them to come out of their trial, out of their tests, and being able to live an overcoming in a victorious life. Uh, It's not his will that we stay bound. It's not his will uh, that we stay in depression. It's not his will uh, that you continue to fight with the the things of this world and the the lust of the eye and the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. It's not his will that we continue to struggle with that. But he wants to pull us out of that harbor pit, and he wants to set us on the straight and narrow path this morning. I wonder if I got some people that are in the house this morning that are determined that I'm going to come out of my situation. I'm not going to stay in the place that I am Come on, I'm not going to continue to deal with the things that I'm dealing with. But I'm going to let God pull me out. I'm going to let God straighten my life out. I'm going to let God fill me with the Holy Ghost. I'm going to let him have his perfect way in my life this day. You can be seated this morning. The Bible tells us that there was a man that, that came to Jesus. And he came seeking for Jesus to come back to his house and to heal his daughter. And he began to tell Jesus what the issue was and what the problem was. And as they were heading back to this man's house, his servant of his came and said, you know what, Um, sorry to tell you, but your daughter's already died. You know, there's no need to trouble the master any longer. Um, She's dead. And uh, Jesus told this man, he said, uh, he said, don't, don't, don't worry about it. Just have faith, in other words. And um, I want somebody to know this morning that it may come a time in your life where you see, you where you feel that it's, it's just useless to come and seek after God for the things that you feel that are, have already died in your life that you feel that there's no answering and there's no way of coming out of it. And you just may just um, just settle that this is how it's going to be, that my family is just going to continue to be in turmoil. My, my marriage is just going to continue to be this way. I'm just going to—I'm made to deal with the things that I'm dealing with. I want you to know that you're not made to deal with the things that you're dealing with. And it's not a trouble to come and cast your cares upon the Lord. It's not a trouble— His Bible, the word tells us that he said, come unto me, all ye that labor and that are heavy laden and that I will give you rest. It's not a trouble to come and bring your need to Jesus. It's not useless to come and tell him what's going wrong because he has what you have need of this morning to pull you out of that pit and to cause you to get up and to walk and to live and to Oh, I hope somebody hears me this morning. Come and bring your problems to Jesus. He can fix it. He can strain it out this morning. Oh, I don't know about anybody else, but I come to the house of the Lord to let God know that I need you more than ever this morning. I can't make it without you. There are problems that are wrong in my life, and I need you to fix it. You can be seated this morning. Jesus gets to the house of this ruler, and the Bible says that he takes in uh, Peter, James, and John with him. And when he gets in the home, he sees all the people there as they are. They're crying and they're weeping about this. And Jesus asks the question, he asks them, why are you? why are you weeping in other words and he said that the young lady she's not dead she, she's just asleep now I want you to know and it is very important that, that we surround ourselves with the right kind of people that we surround ourselves with people that have faith and that believe that God can when he said this they began to laugh him to scorn because it was obvious that this young lady was dead. It was obvious that there was no bringing her back. There was no reviving her. And when he said this, he spoke faith, and he said that she's not dead, but she's asleep. And he began, when they laughed, he put them out of the house. And you'll find out that when he put them out of the house, a miracle took place that day as he touched that young lady and he told her to arise. And that life was put back into the body of that young lady. I want you to know that it's important that you surround yourself around people that believe that God can do the work. Come on, somebody, get rid of the doubter, get rid of the naysayer. Come on, surround yourself around people that have faith that God can. God can put your marriage back together. You can live an overcoming life in this world. You can live for God and separate yourself from sin. It is well able. Come on, I didn't come this morning with doubt. I came full of faith this morning, believing that God can bring me out, believing that God can pull me out. can be seated this morning. I believe this morning that God can do the work. That God can strain out a broken marriage. That God can fix the finances. That God can do a mighty work in this place this morning. I believe that with all of my heart. His word tells us this. And I want to stand upon His word this morning because God is in the business of causing people to get up. He's in the business of causing people to get out of their pity party, woe is me, and, cause, and having their lips drag the ground and wants pity and sympathy. God is, cause, God is in the business of pulling people out of that and causing you to live triumphant, causing you to continue on and live and no longer settle for the mundane, no longer settle for the filth of this world, but causing you to See, lift your eyes up and see heavenly things and seeing that he is good and that he is well able to perform the work in your life. Come on. I wonder if somebody believes that God is well able to perform the work in your life, that you're no longer going to settle for the things of this world. You're no longer going to settle for the ordinary, but you want what God has for you this morning. can be seated this morning. Word goes on to tells us that there was a, there was a young man and that he was in his father's house and the time came that he decided that he was, he wanted everything that was supposed to come to him. And when he got that, the Bible says that he left. And he spent all of his his inheritance, everything that he had, in riotous living. And that when it was all said and done, that there was a famine that came. And he had to join himself uh, with the citizens of that country. And now there's a famine. And now he finds himself in a bad place, in a bad predicament. And he finds himself, now he is... Tending to the swine and he's in a place where he's, a, he's partaking of what the swine partakes of. And he begins to think and the Bible says that he came to himself and he, he began to say you know my servants in my father's house have it better than this in other words. And he said these words he said I will arise and I'll go back to my father's house. I'm telling you What it takes is somebody coming to themselves and shaking themselves and saying, I'm not meant to be in this. I'm not meant to live in this state. I'm not. God didn't create me to eat with the pigs. God didn't create me to uh, join myself with the people of this world. God created me to be something greater and something better than this. Come on, somebody, shake yourself and realize that this is not the way it's supposed to be. You're not supposed to deal with depression. You're not supposed to deal with stress. You're not supposed to deal with evil spirits. But God has created you for something so much greater and so much better. I wonder if somebody can arise and come to themselves and say, you know what? I'm going to go back to my father's house. I'm going to make it to another church service. I'm going to Get to another prayer meeting. I'm going to open up his word and see what God has to say. Come on somebody. In the Father's house there are good things. The Bible says that in the presence of the Lord there is joy forevermore and at his right hand. There's fullness of joy in that. His right hands, there are pleasures forevermore. Come on, somebody. There is good things in the house of the Lord this morning. Grab a hold of it. There's peace waiting for you. There's joy waiting for you. There's the Holy Ghost that you can have this morning. You can be seated this morning. I read, had the opportunity to read an article of a young lady. And this this young lady, she she was training to be a, be a runner. And the and the word tells us as as I read the article, it began to say how this this young lady she trained, and uh, she prepared herself um, as she was getting ready for this race, and uh, the race that she was gonna be partaking in, it was gonna be in her hometown in front of all of her family members. And as the race began, this young lady, she got off to a, a good start and she was doing very well. But somewhere during the race, she took a fall and she stumbled. And she, what I read from there God began to deal with me and begin to work on my heart because the Bible. The, as I read this article, it said that this young lady she didn't think twice, but she got back up and she got back in the race and she finished first in the race even after the fall. And they talked about how it was one of the most inspiration inspirational stories that they had ever read read about. And I want to, how many know that the Bible tells us that we're in a race this morning. The Bible tells us that the race is not to the swift. It tells us that the battle is not to the strong. The Bible also tells us to uh, run with patience uh, this race that we're, uh, that we're a part of. Um, I want somebody to know that it's important that you understand that in this race, there's going to be some bumps and there's going to be some bruises. You may fall along your way, but the key is getting back up and fighting another day. Come on. I want somebody to hear this this morning. It's time for you to get up. You may have fallen on your way, but it is time to get back up. Come on, David said it like this. He said, Rejoice not against me, mine enemy, when I fall, but I will arise. It's time for you to get back up and let the devil know that I'm not going to stay in this predicament. I'm getting up with the power and the help of Jesus Christ, and I'm going to continue to fight. I'm going to continue to move. I'm going to continue to trust in God. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody, make it up in your mind that I'm going to do this in Jesus' name. I'm going to live for God. I'm going to serve Him. He's well able to cause me to get up. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, my Bible tells me that a just man fallen seven times, but he arises. Come on, it's time to get up and let God move. Let God lead and guide you. Once again, you can be seated this morning. I feel the Holy Ghost in here this morning. It's the devil's job to cause you to believe that it's not going to get any better, that you might as well go ahead and settle for less. I'm not selling for anything other than what God has for me. Come on, I'm not falling short of any promise that God has for me this morning. One of the promises that God has for us is the Holy Ghost. Peter stood up and he said, repent. Be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you, it is unto your children, it is unto all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. I'm not falling short of receiving the Holy Ghost this morning. I'm getting my promise in Jesus' name. Come on, I'm coming up out of my pity party. I'm coming up out of depression and I'm walking into the joy of the Lord. In Jesus' name, come on, somebody. In the mighty name of Jesus, you can be seated this morning in the house of the Lord. I'm not falling short this morning. Joy, it belongs to me. Peace it belongs to you. Come on. Happiness, it belongs to you. Faith, it belongs to you this morning. Somebody needs to build themselves up on their most holy faith and say to themselves, "I'm not falling short this morning any longer for what, from what God has for me this day. Come on, I'm getting not from this place. I'm getting up out of this situation, and God is going to cause me to triumph. You can be seated this morning. In the Bible, it records in another place. It tells us that Jesus entered into the certain city, that there was a man by the wayside. And when he entered into the city, the Bible says that there was a certain time of the year that the angels would come down and that they would trouble the water. And that around that area, there was a lot of people that needed healing. They needed a touch from God. They needed something from God. And then when the angel would come down in that certain time of the season that he would trouble that water, that the people that had need of something, that they would get into that, 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 at that pool, that, that water, and that they would be healed. But this man, the Bible says that when Jesus came, that Jesus knew something about this man, that he was in that predicament and that he was in his situation for quite some time, that it was a long time that he was in the state that he was in. I wanted someone to know this morning that don't don't cause, don't, uh, don't allow your situation and how long you've struggled with it, how long you've dealt with it. Don't cause, don't allow that to cause you to miss out on what Jesus is doing today. Okay? Because Jesus saw that he was in that predicament for quite some time, And what the man did was, and this is where we fall here, and this is our big mistake here. We begin to make excuses on why we're in our situations. This man said, well, when the angel comes down and he troubles the water, there's nobody to put me there in the water. Or when I try to get in, somebody beats me to it. And he came up with every excuse on why he was still in that predicament. And Jesus just simply told him, to arise. Take up your bed and walk. Come on somebody. Let go of your excuses this morning. Let go of the excuse, well, I'm this way because my family was this way. Let go of the excuse that I do the things that I do because of my environment, of the area that I live. I want you to know that God can cause you to arise above your neighborhood. Rise above your marital problems. Rise above how you was raised. Come on, somebody, won't you let him pick you up this morning? Won't you let him lift you up this morning? Won't you let him put you and make you what you're supposed to be? Come on, I'm letting go of every excuse this morning. I'm letting go of every doubt this morning. I want what Jesus has for me this morning. Come on, it's time to come clean, Lord. I'm the way that I am because of me and nobody else. But I know that you can change me. I know that you can fix me. I know that you can work it all out for the good. You can be seated this morning. So, it's time to get rid of the excuses. Time to get rid of why we can't live for God. Because we can. We can live for God. God is well able to make us to stand. He's well able to lift us up. I'm tellin- I want to tell somebody this morning that there's no devil in hell that can keep you from what God has for you this morning. There's no uh, devil or no influence in this world that can keep you uh, from from being what God has designed and ordained for you to be this morning. There is no drug that can have a hold on your life that God can't break that hold. There is no unclean spirit that can have a hold on your life that God cannot break that stronghold and make you the woman that you're supposed to be, make you the man that you're supposed to be. I just wonder if I got some people that believe that, that God really can do it. God really can change me. God really can clean out my mind. God really can. You can be seated this morning. The devil will cause you to think that he's too great or he has too strong of a hold on you that God can't work in your life. I want you to know that that is a lie. That is a lie. And in the scriptures, it shows us that there is no devil that can stop an individual, that if they have their mind determined that I'm going to allow Jesus to have his way in my life, that an unclean spirit can stop them. There was a man, the Bible tells us, that were full of thousands of devils, But that when Jesus stepped foot on the scene, that he ran to the feet of Jesus. Now, he was full of thousands of devils, and those devils couldn't stop him from going to Jesus and allowing Jesus to move in their life. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to speak faith into your heart this morning. The devil can't do anything, but God has the power. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. I'm telling you, the power of the Holy Ghost can do it. It can deliver you from addiction. It can deliver you. You can be seated this morning. So we find ourselves here in the account that we just read, that Jesus was in the house. And that the people were there listening to Jesus preach. And these four guys, they bring this guy in laying on a bed. And they see that they can't enter in the normal way that you would come into a house. Now right there, someone would say, well, you know what? Maybe it wasn't meant for us to, to come this day. Maybe let's try another day. Let's come next week. Let's come next month. Maybe next year, we'll try it again. But these men were determined. This man, they took this man up on the top of a roof and they began to break up the ceiling, the tile of that roof, and they let that man down into that home. And when Jesus saw their faith, the Bible says he saw their faith. In other words, I want you to know that Jesus sees our faith this morning. He sees whether we believe that he can do the work this morning. When God looks at my heart this morning, I want him to see faith there. I want him to see full of faith that I believe and that I trust him at his word, that if his word says it, then I believe it. I don't have any if, no ands, or no buts. I'm not trying to think my way through it. I'm not trying to rationalize things, but I simply believe him at his word. And when he saw their faith, the first thing he told that, that young man, he said, Thou- your sins are forgiven of you. And after that, the religious leaders, they began to reason in their hearts and say, who is this that can forgive sins? Only God can forgive sins. And they were so foolish and arrogant in their ways and so concerned about their own agenda that they didn't even realize that this was God in the flesh that he was forgiving this man of his sins. And Jesus knew that they reasoned in their hearts, and he began to let them know um, whether it is easier for me to say, your sins are forgiven of you. But he said that you may know that the Son of Man hath power in the earth. He said, arise, take up your bed, and walk. When God begins to work in your life, I want you to know that the first thing that he's going to do is that he's going to wash away your past. He's going to cleanse you of your past. He's going to forgive you of your sins. That if you will confess those sins, that the Bible tells us that he is faithful and just to forgive us of those sins. And that if we would step out on faith and get baptized in his name, that his blood would wash away all of those sins. Come on, how many are interested in Jesus washing away your past so that you can rise up in the newness of life and that you can have a fresh start today in Jesus' name that God can start something new in your life this day. You can be seated this morning. And after he forgave that young man of his sins, then he told him to arise, take up your bed, and walk. I'm telling you, God has a plan. He has a plan that is going to cause you to get up and that is going to cause you to take up that bed and is going to cause you to begin to walk on a straight and narrow path and I want you to know what his plan is this morning. It's the born again plan of salvation. It is repentance. It is baptism in Jesus name and it's the infilling of the Holy Ghost. When God fills you with his spirit, that spirit is going to quicken your dead spirit and you're going to be made alive and you're going to live. You're going to move. You're going to breathe as Jesus Begins to lead and guide you. I don't know about anybody else, but I need His Holy Ghost this morning. I need His Spirit in this service this morning. In Jesus' name, let us remain standing in the house of the Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost in here this morning. Come on, somebody. Aren't you tired? but you're tired of dealing with the same things that you're dealing with on a daily basis, the turmoil, the chaos, the problems in the home, the depression. I'm telling you, the Lord is here to cause you to, to arise and to get up out of a dead situation this morning. Jesus entered into a city, and as he entered into the city, he noticed that there was a funeral taking place. And he knew that a mother had just lost her only son, and she was a widow. The Bible went to her. The, Jesus went to her, and he told her to weep not. And he went to where they had that boy laid, and he touched touched that place and the Bible says that that young man he lifted up, he rose up and he began to speak he began to talk and when this happened the people saw this and the Bible says that they began to praise God and they began to say that God has come to us and when Jesus saw this woman the Bible says that he had compassion on her. I want you to know that the Lord is in this place this morning And he is looking on each and every one of us in this place with love and with compassion. And he stands ready to pull you out and cause you to rise from where you are. Come on, don't think that what you bring into the Lord is is insignificant. It doesn't mean anything. The Lord is bidding you to come. Come on, the Lord has his arms stretched wide open and telling you to come. Come on, lead at his feet. The Bible tells us to cast our cares upon him. Why? Because he cares about us. He cares what you're dealing with. He cares what you're going through. And he wants to put everything in place. He wants to mend the broken heart this morning. He wants to heal the mind that is plagued with so many different spirits that you you don't even know whether you're coming or going. God wants to take care of that this morning. All, all it takes is one touch. All it takes is one touch of the Holy Ghost for God to begin to work things out. Come on, how many people believe that God can not do it this morning? Lift up your hands, open up your mouth, and let the Lord know that I need you, Jesus. Lord, I need you to pull me out of this dead situation. I need you, dear, dear God, to fix everything in my life. I need you to fill me with your spirit come on let's call upon the name of the Lord this morning the Holy Ghost is here in the mighty name of Jesus come on these altars are open I invite you to come down with your heart lifted up with your hands crying out to the Lord this is your day this is your hour come on somebody step out on faith and let the Lord lift you up in Jesus name You